0: Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your weekly Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you aren't already, you do make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is where you're going to find a lot of great features with our chief investment strategist, Adam O'Dell, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, and myself each and every week. Also, check out moneymarkets.com. It is your home for so, uh, safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. And on the website, you can set up your own watch list of stocks, track their Green Zone ratings performance, and you can do all that for free. Also, if maybe you just want to use the Green Zone ratings where you can get our proprietary rating system uh, to use for any stock you want to come up with. Uh, you can use that for free all at moneymarkets.com. And don't forget about our premium investment service, Green Zone Fortunes. Adam, Charles, and I, as well as the rest of our entire team, work very hard to give you our best stock recommendation each and every month. Uh, we'll put a link in the video uh, up here somewhere, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. Plus, you get tons of analysis and insight and all sorts of great stuff um, as part of uh, joining Green Zone Fortunes. So we'll talk more about that, and you can get a link to uh, find out more. Now, on today's podcast, in 2020. Renewable energy was all the rage with investors. Millions of dollars piled into renewable energy stocks uh, as the prospect of the U.S. relying more and more on clean energy and less and less on traditional fossil fuels grew and renewable energy stocks soared. Uh, Exchange-traded funds holding these clean energy stocks dramatically outperformed the S&P 500's gains of just 17.2% in 2020. For example, the Global X Renewable Energy Producers ETF, or RNRG, Uh, jumped 26%, and the First Trust Global Wind Energy ETF, or FAN, pushed 62.2% higher in just a year. In the start of 2021, renewable energy stocks were poised to climb even higher when President Joe Biden announced his Build Back Better bill uh, that included 10-year refundable full-value tax credits for clean energy electricity generation. Basically, it was going to give energy produce, new, renewable energy producers a huge tax break uh, to produce even more renewable energy. And the plan was projected to uh, produce a net gain of 600,000 new jobs, Uh, that were related to the clean energy sector and lower power emissions in the U.S. to below 2005 levels by the year 2031. However, despite all of its hype um, to bolster renewable energy, the Build Back Better Act is effectively dead on arrival in Congress in its current form. Uh, This has pushed investors out of renewable stocks as they uh, just as fast as they rushed to buy them in 2020. Now, since October of 2021, the S&P 500 has lost about 0.43 percent Uh, in total return. However, clean energy exchange traded funds have suffered far worse. The Global X Renewable Energy Producers ETF, or again RNRG, is down 8%. The Fidelity Clean Energy ETF, or FRNW, which actually launched in October of 2021, is 17.5% lower. And the First Trust Global Wind Energy ETF, or FAN, is off by 9.7%. Additionally, the iShares Global Clean Energy ETF, or ICLN, has dropped 44% in the last 12 months compared to the S&P 500, jumping up 15% in that 12-month period. So to most, it would seem uh, the political gamesmanship uh, surrounding the death of the Build Back Better bill uh, has created a significant headwind for renewable energy stocks. However, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Uh, in a recent note to investors, Morgan Stanley analysts said that clean energy stocks have pretty much priced in very little growth this year, but they remain confident that these companies can achieve strong growth and strong margins. Now, to quote, we see continued uh, strong growth for wind, solar, energy storage, fuel, cell, fuel cells, rather, and electrification technologies, regardless of whether draft U.S. federal uh, legislation or the Build Back Better Act passes. What they suggest is that the death of the Build Back Better Act is only going to really slow down and only slightly slow down the growth of the sector rather than advance it at a light speed as the tax credits would likely have done. Projections indicate that the global renewable energy market will expand by 84% from 2020 to 2027. So globally, we're going to start relying even more on renewable energy. And this puts global renewable energy market value at more than $1.1 trillion. This takes into account electric vehicles, fuel cells, and energy storage. And on that note, it's important to point out that producers have planned 9 gigawatts of energy storage capacity to be online by the end of this year. To put that in perspective, in the first three quarters of 2021, producers had just 1.6 gigawatts of renewable energy storage online. One one gigawatt of power will light 750,000 homes. So producers will be able to store enough renewable energy to power 6.75 million homes by the end of the year. That's roughly 5% of all the homes in the U.S. That's a pretty big number if if you put it in that perspective. And in the United States, we've consumed about 11.3 quadrillion British thermal units of renewable energy in 2020. And that's according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Uh, That's about 12% of all energy produced in the U.S. that year. Projections have U.S. reliance on renewable energy growing to 21.5 quadrillion British thermal units by 2050. That's a 90.2% increase from 2020. That is massive reliance on renewable energy, considering how uh, the the, the amount of energy produced isn't really going to go up uh, that much. So even without massive tax credits proposed in the Build Back Better Act, the renewable energy market in the U.S. and globally is going to keep expanding, making companies specializing in renewable energy even more attractive than they are today. Uh, The data suggests a trend isn't going to stop. It may just slow down just a little bit because the U.S. hasn't uh, decided the right way to invest in renewables just yet. And of course, uh, the Build Back Better Act in its current form is dead. However, a lot of members of Congress have suggested there are parts of it, including the clean energy aspect of it, that are still favorable and could pass on their own as standalones separate from the entire Build Back Better Act. So while renewable energy stocks may be down now, Uh, This is only going to be temporary as institutional investors are really pretty much trading on current headlines. But smart investors like you uh, know the smart play here is to look at the long term trends and ignore those short term headlines. And all the trends tell us that renewable energy stocks are going to pick up steam very soon. And for reference, our Green Zone zone Fortune's investment service recently closed out on a trade on a renewable stock that gained 125% in just five months. We'll put that link up top so you can find out more about getting access to even more research analysis and a top performing stock pick for your portfolio every month. And it's going to cost you less than one month of your electric bill. Uh, So it's definitely worthwhile to check out. We'll put a link up top to green zone fortunes. Now let's turn our attention to our recent poll question. In last week's question on you, on our YouTube channel, uh, we asked if you were selling stocks during the recent NASDAQ correction. We had a lot of interaction with this, uh, almost 170 uh, of, of you decided to take part in the poll on YouTube. Certainly appreciate that. Half of you said you were holding strong and weathering the storm. Another 13% of you said that you were selling, but you were only gonna sell certain equities in your portfolio. Interestingly enough though, 27% said that you were actually going to buy the dip and 10% of you said that you were out of the market completely until things picked back up. And we wanted to know why uh, you were doing what you were doing. And Joe said, I wrote the correction out, uh, the last correction out. It was painful for a while, but it came back. I guess I'll ride this one out uh, at this point as well. Isidro added, I'm adding to my long-term positions every time they go down. So basically he's buying the dip here. I see it as an opportunity to buy at discount prices. KS said, holding strong after liquidation of losers over the last year, keeping the positive larger accounts maybe by the dip. And then Tim commented, well, at this time, I'm really just learning and watching. I'm not quite in a position to do more than that. Well, in the last six months, the S&P 500 has lost nearly 1%. Uh, Since the start of the year, the S&P is down 8.6% and the NASDAQ composite has retreated more than 13% as of my recording this today. It is officially the worst start in the history of the S&P 500, which dates back to 1929. A big reason for the dip is big tech. Uh, Apple, Alphabet, Microsoft, and Tesla made up about 25% of the S&P 500's total returns in last year, and tech stocks get hit when interest rates rise. Now, while they haven't officially risen, the market is likely starting to price in potential hikes from the Federal Reserve that they are planning out here in the near future. Now, if you have a question uh, or have a particular stock or a sector that you'd like me, Adam, uh, or Charles to take a look at, you can email us. That email address is feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We love to see your feedback. We love to see your questions. We love to answer them uh, more importantly. Now, if you do, uh, if we do use your question or maybe you submit us a video of you asking a question, we use that. We're going to send you some very cool Money and Markets gear like a t-shirt, hat, sweatshirts, uh, all sorts of cool stuff that we have lined out that we will send you. If you submit a question, you can do that by uh, emailing us at feedback at moneyandmarkets.com or you can comment below on our YouTube channel as well. And if we use it, you're going to get hooked up With some money in markets gear also head over to moneymarkets.com and sign up for our free daily e-letter in that we give you uh the best safe sound smart simple profitable investment information for your portfolio also while you're at money markets i do encourage you to check out our green zone rating system you can use all of our metrics uh to get the ratings of thousands of stocks just go to the website uh and type in your stock in the search bar which is located in the top right corner Uh, of the homepage. From there, you're going to be able to see the ratings uh, of a stock, fundamental data, a stock chart. You can even add stocks to your own personal hot list on moneyandmarkets.com. Oh, and did I forget to mention, it is completely free for you to use. So you can use it for free. We don't charge you for it. You can get our rating system, which is proprietary. You can have your own watch list, all that stuff for free, at moneymarkets.com. That's all for me this week. Until next time, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and your host of the Bull and the Bear Podcast, Matt Clark, wishing you safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets Podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you.